Did you see that report that some kid saved a life by remembering the episode of The Office where they had to learn CPR? How to say? It. Did he do the? Uh, he did the staying alive, stay alive. Uh, uh, and then he cut uh, off her face. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and I can tell you that it's accurate. <laughs> Hi, and welcome to It's Going to Get Stupid, your favorite pop culture podcast. I'm Jose. I'm Richard. I don't know why I'm talking like this. Came uh, in a little hot. You I, came I, in a little I, hot. I, <laughs> I came in a little disc jockey, a little DJ-ish. Wolfman. Wolfman on the KGB arm. <laughs> did you even say letters? I don't know. I just made up some <laughs> stuff, <laughs> and then I did a wolf, whistle, a wolf howl, because that's cool. Like, I think if I was a real radio DJ, I'd be the wolf man, and I'd, I'd howl, and yeah. it'd be at night. I'd you'd, be at, you'd be one of those guys that it's like actually one guy doing, doing five different voices. voices. Yeah, I probably would. But but they're so bad that you can just tell that they're me still. That, that's how <laughs> <laughs> it would be terrible. It'd be the worst thing ever. Like, so we had training in, um, at work, and so sales training is always terrible. Right, it's always bad. It just is every time. But they had people read off a like a little go back and forth between a salesperson and a client, and it's the dumbest scenario ever. But my buddy Mike, who is from Mexico, right, speaks perfect English, has but has a tiny accent. Um, he went up there and he's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna sound like Mark Wahlberg." Watch, and he did like the worst Boston. <laughs> it was terrible. Like my boss was next to me. She's like, "Is he trying to do a British accent?" I'm like. No, nah, he's trying to do Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> he's trying to do Mark Wahlberg. It was I can't even recreate it. It was so bad. It's like when I tried to do Mark Wahlberg on the air. It's terrible. Did he say say hello to your mother? For no, me? he didn't do any. But it was he was trying so hard to continue on with it, and I was just like, just give it a rest, bro. Just give it a rest. <laughs> of course, when I did it up in front of everybody, I was a woman, so I acted like a woman, and it was great. <laughs> what was your name? Uh, I think it was Sandra, Sandra or Kendra or something. I don't know. Some, yeah, you're definitely some Kendra. Stri- some stripper name. <laughs> uh, if your name is Sandra or Kendra, I don't think you're actually a stripper. I know it. <laughs> uh, so anyway, if that offended you already, because you know we're off for like a week, buckle up, because e- <laughs> here it goes. You can email us at it's going to get stupid at gmail dot com. I'm really proud of that segue. Like I didn't even have to remind you this time. I know. You can tweet us at igtgs show. Join the conversation on Facebook at Facebook. No, don't don't do that. W- <laughs> <laughs> I was almost there. I almost made it through. Facebook.com slash it's going to get stupid. Or you can uh, Instagram us at it's going to get stupid. Or you can visit our website for only one cent a day. <laughs> you too can you sponsor a podcast. You can, <laughs> you can sponsor a podcast host. Uh, com. And lastly, we're waiting for your voicemails at 281 281- Six nine eight seven five three eight. My wife actually yeah, left some voicemails. I was about to say, literally, the only vo- the voice one we have is yeah. from from his, Rick's wife, and uh, it's it's basically just mocking us. So basically, so you can mock us too. Go ahead and send it in. Yep. Actually, I did get one spam voice call. Oh, really? About my vehicle. Oh man, like it, your warranty's going? Yeah, out? like my warranty's Dude, going. Out. Doesn't that kind of? So whenever I get a call about my warranty going out, I think this is a scam. I don't want to do this, and I think, wait a minute. <laughs> What is my, this my only opportunity <laughs> to get this warranty? And there's like a, there's like a tiny sliver of concern. Did you really think the IRS was going to come after you because you weren't? I, uh, you I, haven't paid your IRS. Those, <laughs> I like when they talk about credit card debt, and I'm like, nope. Student loan debt, I'm like, nope. You're just barking up the wrong tree, guys. <laughs> just stop. It ain't gonna work. It ain't gonna work with me. 
Those are all under different names, guys, okay? So you're calling the wrong person. Those Plus you're all... calling my work cell phone, which, no, I don't give that number out And to. they would definitely know that they were under your kid's social security numbers. Yeah. No. It's all different. All faked. Oh, I got a, I got a guy. Anyway. <laughs> He's from Boston. <laughs> what are we? I don't even know what accent that was. That was that was a New York. Hey, forget about it. Kind of New Jersey. Okay. Uh, and the podcast ends today. What? What? It's just taken over by the mafia. Oh, there's no mafia. Anyway, point is today we're going to talk about superhero costumes and how stupid they can get. And well, I mean, like the functionality and yeah. you know, I highlight some differences between the comic books and movies as well. So the the reason why I, I brought this this topic up to Jose was because one of the last movies I recently saw was the uh, Death of Superman, cart, uh, DC cartoon, uh, which is not for kids, by the way. It is a cartoon, but there's like profanity within like the first like thirty seconds. Does Superman of it. say the f word? No. Oh bummer. But like every like they they get really close to saying it a couple of times. Um, it is definitely, uh, it's rated PG 13. It is a new take on the death of Superman. So it is not a one for one adaptation from the book. And I'll get into that later when I talk about, when I talk about last movie I watched. However, I realized, and I've known this for a while and especially since the Incredibles pointed this out, capes are stupid. Why? Capes are stupid. Like there's no need for them in the Incredibles. Uh, the very first movie, when they're going over costumes, they go no capes, and then they go to a montage of people getting sucked into to like different like airplane engines and things like that as their capes get pulled into it. They serve no purpose. Most of the people that can fly as superheroes don't need a cape to fly. The, That's true. The only person, the only people that really need it are those that have to glide, like Batman. Yeah, he needs a cape. So and his your, cape's functional. Right. However, you're telling me out of all the billions of dollars of money and technology that he's invested in, he can't come up with something that is just like little like, jets or something or like the, the Spider-Man wings under Webs, his arms. Webbings. Yeah. Or the wingsuits, right? Like a wing the suit. wingsuits. He doesn't, need yeah. a big old... he doesn't need a big cape, but he wants to be imposing. I don't know how that scares It's not imposing. Him. And it looks heavy. Right. It like, looks very heavy. Like it's not a typical. It's not like some fabric that's flapping yeah. in the wind. Like it weighs, it doesn't, it, it's weighed down, right? So. And so, in the, if you don't know about the death of Superman, you should educate yourself on it because it is actually a really you good. Should educate yourself. It's actually a really good story. <laughs> like, like the a, comics. Spoken like a true nerd. The comics, <laughs> the comic is a really good story. This movie, not so much. But there's one part during the final scene where they're going toe to toe, fighting each other, and Superman kind of, or Doomsday dodges uh, an attack from Superman. And as he's going past him, Doomsday grabs his cape, pulls it, and throws him across uh, like an area. And I'm like, that wouldn't have happened if he didn't have the cape. So it's just an extra loose piece of clothing yeah. that serves no purpose. Serves none. Um, and can get you killed. Exactly. Just like it said in The Incredibles. Right. It's true, though. It is like a loose piece of clothing that serves no purpose and is easy to grab. It's kind of like having long hair in the NFL. Yeah. Um, people will grab your hair and throw you to the ground. They will. So. And I don't think that's illegal, is it? Nope, it's not. Yeah. It's totally not illegal. It doesn't matter. It's part of your body. So yeah, capes are stupid. That's my, it's my hot take. So it, right off the top of your dome, Rick, what is the coolest costume you can think of? Or one of the coolest? It doesn't be the coolest. <sighs> oh, no. I don't know. I don't know. Wolverine's red and uh, brown and yellow costume. Yeah. 
So uh, Wolverine's costumes are always yeah, awesome, right? Yeah. But the brown and the brown and well, uh, and then there was that um, there's that run of Secret Avengers where they all have black uniforms. That one, those are those are all really cool. Like Wolverine had a black one, Spider Man had a black one. Wolverine had a black uniform. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like look up Secret Avengers, and the, every single team like that's where um, in Spider Man Far From Home where they're getting the inspiration for the Spider Man stealth suit that Nick Fury gives them. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where that's kind of coming you from. Mean Secret Wars. No, Secret Avengers. Secret Avengers. Yeah. Wolverine wasn't in Secret Avengers. Yes, he was. No, he wasn't. He yeah. totally was. Is that new? Uh, it's fairly recent. I think you're lying, but it doesn't okay, matter. I'm going to look it up. I'm not, I'm not going to look it up. Um, so Wolverine's costumes are always cool. I think that um, Batman's costume is awesome. Okay, forget the cape part. But that's a pretty cool costume with the cowl or he has like it, it's. And it's not just that it's iconic. It just looks cool. He's got the symbol on the front. I think a costume should have a symbol on the front. I agree with that. Right? Like costumes that don't have symbols are dumb. Those aren't costumes. You just dressed up and you look kind of nice. Even though I just said that Wolverine's costume doesn't have a symbol on the front at all. But he's got the ears. <laughs> he has no, but he has no symbol on the front. Like Wolverine should have his face on his costume. He's like one of those guys that wears his face on his shirt, you know? He should just have his face on his costume because he doesn't really have a symbol. Um, but I think, but so not a lot of actual Marvel people have their symbol on on their costume. If you notice that, yeah, they don't. That's like a DC thing. And there's also there's a plethora of Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Superboy. Like they weren't very creative. You mean with, their names? Yeah. Cyborg is a cyborg. Green Lantern is a member of the, the Green, Green Lantern, Lantern Corps. That's not even his, not even his name. Not, yeah. <laughs> you know? You got Hawkman. Hawk Girl. Captain Marvel. Shaz- Shazam. His name's actually Captain Marvel. I, I understand that, but they changed it to Shazam. Sh- well, they had to because they, they were Did you know sued. that Shazam was an acronym? No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, you're yes, lying. no, it is. There's a lie in there. It's like, uh, I'm going to look it up. No. Did you look up the Secret Avengers thing? Is Wolverine in Secret Avengers? Well, nope, he's not. There's the black uniform. Oh, that's no, that's not. Is that's not Secret Avengers, bro? It's X Force. No, it wasn't X Force. Hundred percent, that's X Force. It's not X Force. Okay, y'all. Oh my gosh, it is X Force. Shut it. It's X Force. I'm not even. Gonna, I'm not even gonna put it out to the to the group. I know it is. Uh, point being is that uh, yes, should show me that Shazam is a thing. Okay. But yeah, Green Green Lantern's costume has a little symbol. God, their their costumes. The Flash, they all have a little symbol in DC. I didn't realize yeah, that till yeah. just now. I think Martian Manhunter is the only person that doesn't have a symbol. I mean, Captain America has a star on his chest, right? You know whose costume is really cool? Iron Man. Yes, because it's I, not I, a costume. You know what? I will say Iron Man's costume is probably one of the coolest because it's not a costume. Yeah. And he keeps upgrading it. Shazam is actually an acronym. Counting down all these superpowers Shazam possesses, oh and specifically God. which Greek gods, legendary figures they are derived from. S. Wisdom of Solomon. H. Strength of Hercules. A. Stamina of Atlas. Z. Power of Zeus, the lightning. A. Courage of Achilles. M. Speed of Mercury. You just learned something, y'all, and that's dumb. <laughs> just, just get rid of it from your head because it's stupid. <laughs> yeah. It's the dumbest it thing is, I've ever heard. Rorschach. One of the coolest costumes. Yeah. There's a little change in face thing. Yeah. That's a good costume, man. What makes a good costume good? Like I just think it needs to be simple. Like it doesn't it, like Nightwing has a good costume. 
I feel the, like just the, uh, the 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 black and blue, and and it has a symbol on the front uh, as DC <laughs> needs to have apparently. Yeah, we're just, we're just keep this going. Yeah. DC. Gambit had a cool costume. Did the trench coat, really, the trench coat, and the pink and purple. Did he really have it? That was a weird suit. I liked it. It was almost like bondage gear. It's really odd. I like I, I see. So if 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 you don't know, Gambit is one of my favorite X Men. Um, and that suit is weird. It's a weird suit. The trench coat's cool. I mean, he looks cool. What's up with the face gear? I don't understand. <laughs> like, I don't I don't like Gambit's costume. And all. I will say, of all really, the... Anno- do you really like Gambit's I, costume? Because I, like, I think I it's terrible. I do like Gambit's costume. Of all the things that are is annoying about Cyclops, I think his uniforms are usually pretty cool. What is the best one? I mean, there's a lot. I mean, you don't have to pick, but like... So Spider- Spider-Man or Iron Man? No, no, I'm talking about the best one from Cyclops. Oh, from Cyclops. You have like the original 90s where he's the, wearing the, the 90s blue with the blue and, and the yellow. The, you know, cuz in the 90s everybody had belt packs. Yeah. Like everybody <laughs> had pouches that yeah. they just had rent. Like what do you think? Okay, what do you think that um Cyclops has in those belt pouches? Bubblegum. Like no, but seriously, like what do you need so many Fruit by the pockets foot. for? Cuz because obviously it didn't visine. Oh, because his eyes get watery. But if you look at, I mean, dry. <laughs> but if you look at his costume from the nineties, and yeah. I hope everybody's pulling this up, and we'll have pictures and everything. But if you look at it, it's got like one strap coming around one shoulder, one coming down. It's got the little red X in the middle. Yep. And those are all. It's like a bandolier with no bullets, which is dumb. And then he's got a belt with a bunch of pouches on it. What is he doing? And then he has yellow underwear. Yep. Already. On the outside, and then he has little like uh, thigh wraps things. Like what? What is that actually? Like who? Why would you get into that costume? This is, know, it makes cool. no functional sense whatsoever. <laughs> like it doesn't. He had to carry a lot of stuff. At least he's the leader of the X Men. But he has. But some of this is just decor- decorative, <laughs> right? Is literally just like. <laughs> Did did Jean Grey design this costume yes. for him or something? Because she didn't want. She can't carry anything in her skin tight suit, so he has to carry all of her stuff. Because if you look at like some of his newer costumes, it's just a one piece suit. Yeah. There's one a, that's kind of racer X inspired, yes, which I, I right like that there. one a lot. And it's got the bald head, yeah. and it kind of it's a throwback to the original yeah. costume, but it's yeah. like modern. I actually really that. like that one a lot. And then there's one where he just has an X on his face, yeah. which I don't really like yeah. because he was a terrible person. Cyclops does suck, right? I mean, he's he does. Just not Actually, I think in the new Uncanny X Men they redeemed him, which I haven't read yet. Um, I have all ten issues <laughs> currently. I have not read them. Yeah. All ten issues. Uh, I mean, even his original costume made sense, but that '90s costume—I don't know what was up with the '90s costumes because you also have Cable. So um, <laughs> that was Rob Liefeld. I looked, and, and, I, y'all. It, I just looked up Cable on Google. What, what do you think came up? <laughs> Your cable provider? Um, no, a bunch of cables. <laughs> I'm, I'm in the image search. I'm just looking at Cat5 cables, coaxial cables, <laughs> HDMI cables. It's so awesome. <laughs> it's not what I expected. Um, but he has, cable has so many pockets that just, you can't even tell where his muscles are at because they look like pockets. Hey, you just got an email. No, nah, I did. Yeah. Is that so you make the same noise? No, but you have Outlook. Mm. Yep. He has. There's a picture here 
where he's got like pads and pockets and but you know what honestly it makes sense that cable would have all that one he's scott summer's son so of course <laughs> so like, he has like a father lot of like yeah, like father like son. Has a bunch of pockets that are useless but two he's from the future so he probably has a lot of freeze-dried food or like dried dehydrated food that he needs to keep in the like pouches. astronaut ice cream yeah because you can't just get stuff everywhere um but he has like hockey pads had goalie pads on under it's <laughs> yeah. the worst like it's the t- most terrible costume well, design ever it's also really great that cable in some comics is like eight feet tall and like nearly as wide as like a bus but then has like chicken legs he does have chicken legs he looks like your modern bodybuilder basically <laughs> you know what deadpool also has a bunch of pouches in the 90s yep i mean that's lethal too but still um, Lee Field had a thing for pouches. He's got, and then he's got like pouches. But again, it makes sense that Deadpool has pouches because he's a mercenary and he needs bullets. Yeah. Right? So what's the best way to keep bullets in your body? A bunch of pouches. Cyclops, no reason for the pouches. Jean Grey's purse. No. (laughs) He's Jean Grey's purse. He's Jean Grey's purse. She has no pockets. She has nothing. She's in a skin tight suit like all the other women are in X-Men except for Jubilee. And he... She's like, hold my lipstick, hold my wallet. I don't want to carry it. So, thinking back to the Batman movies, yeah, what, um, which Batman costume is the best? My favorite so far is actually Ben Affleck's Batman costume. Because, is it because it's a? It's simple. Let's look. Let's look at that. It's simple. That. Like if you look at all of Christian Bale's costumes, like. His the first in the first movie in Batman Begins, it's kind of it, it's kind of simple, it's kind of clean, and then it just gets like hockey pads throughout the rest of it. Does he really? Yeah, because remember, like he he wants to have more articulation, so the suit is more broken up, so it looks like he has like hockey pads on. Okay, so I'm I'm looking at a, the Batman costume from Batman and Robin. Yeah, and he looks like he's wearing a bunch of latex. Yes, but like weird latex <laughs> and and isn't the one where that had silver coloring or was that on the you know what i mean yeah, yeah, yeah i think that was i think during the final scene they had silver that was dumb that silver highlights or something yeah oh he has tactical armor too the uh ben affleck one that, that looks really cool yeah it, it was all like blocky kind of i don't remember that yeah so it's not batman versus superman he had different armor okay right so in, in Justice League, he had to like some tactical armor. Okay, so I like the Batman versus Superman it where it's simple. And even his cowl is kind of simple. Yeah. Because it's not big old pointy craziness. It's which like little is, points. Which are stupid. Yeah. What is points? Yes. Why? They're stupid. He's trying to look like a bat, bro. I understand that. Like, get over it. <laughs> get what do you get, mean, over, get it. over it. No, it's the We've whole point. We've seen your parents That's die. That's the whole point. Eight different times. Batman. You think we're going to see Batman's parents die again in this Matt Reeves, the Batman? Why are they making this movie? Just get done with it. What about his armor in uh, the recreation of the uh, the power armor? It was it was okay. It wasn't really? great. That was great, man. Yeah. It looks awesome. When he was making it, it was almost Iron Man-ish. Yeah. Um, Batman Beyond is not a movie, y'all, but they should make that into a movie. Right? No? Do you like no, Batman? I agree. Batman's I agree. Awesome. There's a meme going around where like the Batman that everybody wants is Batman Beyond with Michael Keaton as a retired Batman. That would actually be quite enjoyable, I think. I even like Batman from from the original Batman movie. Right. Like the costume is pretty cool, man. And it's simple. It's it is it's simple. a very simple costume. Um, well, Batman sixty six obviously is the most simple and the best. Uh, 
<laughs> it's the only Batman with no abs. Yeah. Yeah, but the original Batman, I think, is the someone to Batman Dark Knight. Really? Come on, man. That's I mean, it's comic book uh, CBR, you know, yeah. comic book review. I think is what they're called. I don't know. Re- comic resources. Yeah. They said the number one is Dark Knight, but no, it's too it's it's too tactical. Yeah, it's 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 like that other one. Actually, if, if you look at the one from Justice League, it's super tactical yeah. like that. Um, but yeah, it's got too much mod- modulation. Is that the word? Sure. Moduleration. 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 Yes. I don't think that's actually a word. I just made it up, and it doesn't matter because it's good. Moduleration. Okay, so Spider-Man's costumes. He's a lot of costumes too. He has. Um, so, what do you think is the worst superhero costume? The worst that you can think of, or one of the worst. Oh, there's a lot of DC ones that are terrible. Lobos. Yeah. Lobo's Lobo was a character period. Yeah, Lobo is pretty bad. He was supposed to be the answer to like Wolverine, wasn't he? I believe like DC's response know, to Wolverine. I guess. Yeah. His, his costume is dumb. Yeah. It's I mean, it's just it's just like a a jacket. Yeah. Like a jacket. It's a vest. Jacket. Yeah, it's a, it's a biker vest. That's what <laughs> it is. Um and then he has makeup on cuz he's lame. Yeah. Not if you wear makeup you're lame, I'm just saying. Like he He's so lame that he puts makeup on yeah. to cover up his lameness. One of the coolest, more modern costumes I've seen is um, Frank Castle as the Ghost Rider. What? Have you seen that? No. Yeah, it's really cool. It's him in like Punisher gear with his head on fire. It's really interesting. It, it like takes place in a future storyline. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cosmic? No. I'm trying to look. Yeah. Oh, it is awesome. Whoa, that's awesome. Yeah. He's got a, he's got a machine gun on his bike. Yeah. Like, a, like no, I'm sorry, it's a Gatling gun on his bike. <laughs> I don't know if that's. Yeah. I don't think the Punisher can actually be Ghost Rider. So he he had to make a deal. It's the same same kind of storyline, but for some reason he made a deal. I don't remember the the details, but he became the the Ghost Rider. I actually think he works for Thanos. In the future. That's even better. And he has the Hulk as a pet. Thanos' costume is kind of stupid too. Yes, yeah, with the gold and the purple and the yeah, it's like skirt. why are you wearing all that stuff, yeah. dude? Come on now. Um, and his chin looks like a. <laughs> Anyways, this is a family show. Um, I'm gonna go. What are you talking about? It looks like a cliff, <laughs> like Mount Rushmore. Or something. I'm gonna say that probably my favorite costume. Now that we've thought, now that we've talked about it, I think. Iron Man has too many costumes to nail down one particular costume, mm-hmm. right? Uh, you could say that for Spider-Man, but his are a little bit more iconic and are spread out throughout the his his run. And I'm going to say the Black Spider Black Spider-Man suit, the symbiote suit. Oh, it's pretty the symbiote awesome. suit. Yeah, it's pretty classic, yeah. man. That's a good one. Yeah. Which I mean, you could say Venom is a is probably my second favorite, but it's more of a derivative. Uh, but definitely the Black Symbiote suit. The Venom from the, from the movie Venom? No, 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 the, no. Okay. No. Oh, that movie. Sure. It Why doesn't he have the symbol on his shirt in there? In what? In the On his chest in the Venom movie. Are we really going to talk about this? I'm just, I just wanted to know. Because there's no Spider-Man. Yeah, but he could still have the. Why would he? He only had that because he was a part of Peter Parker first. And the symbiotes carry memories of the people that they were uh, in. 
No, man. Okay, I get all that, but I'm saying like that's an iconic Venom thing. So I mean, it doesn't matter what your. But they would. They would have had to introduce. They don't have. They would don't have to do anything. They just made a Venom movie out of nowhere. They don't have to follow any rules. I mean, you're right. Give me the little symbol, and I'm good with it. You know, now that I think about it, I don't think that Venom had that symbol in Spider-Man Three. No, I'm pretty sure he did. I, I try to block that movie out of my memory, so I don't think he did. Pretty sure he did. Let's look. Let's see. I'm trying to see right now. Toe for Grace. Um, there are a lot of cool costumes. <laughs> just, What's your favorite costume? It's Wolverine, and it's funny because it, I think you know they need a little symbol, but I just think it's uh, especially that brown and. Yeah, I, it's a nostalgic thing for me. I mean, his blue and gold one's pretty cool too. Yeah, um, I think it's just a cool. He puts the. It's kind of Batman esque ish, you know, funny. But he just he puts it on and he is the Wolverine. Man, he's hunched down. He's got his claws. Yeah, um, he's got the little gloves with the claw holes on it. It's just really cool. I think it suits him, and it fits in with everybody else. His his gear, and he doesn't have any pouches, which is great. <laughs> um. I think that uh, Thor has a dumb costume. <laughs> yeah, he does. Uh, Loki also has a dumb costume. Captain America has a dumb costume. I mean, it's, you know, yeah. Black Panther's costume's awesome. Yeah. I don't know, but I mean, it, in the in the comic books too, but in the movies, his costume is like the best. Oh, 100%. So I, I, ran yeah. one, I watched uh, Civil War again. Yeah. And um, he has a really good costume. He does. He definitely uh, does. The Ronin costume looks really cool yep. from uh, Endgame. Yep. Um, oh, yeah, he did have that dumb symbol. God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. That movie was terrible. It was. Well, you know, honestly, that movie wasn't terrible. Parts of it were Parts really of it bad. Were bad. It were yeah. so bad that it weighed the whole thing down. I think it's interesting that DC really bought in on the cape. Because, like, so many of their characters have capes. So one time, um, my daughter, we were getting her a uh, co- a costume for Halloween, and she wanted to be Wonder Woman. I'm like, okay, that's a little risque, but whatever. <laughs> but no, they had like a little kid's costume, yeah. you know? And so I'm like, okay, that's cool. And uh, she put it on, and she came out, and she had a cape. And I was like, Wonder Woman doesn't have a cape. Take that cape off right now. <laughs> and she didn't understand. I mean, she was like five. <laughs> and, I, and I was very adamant that she take the cape off. And Julie was all like... It's fine. Like, who cares? I'm like, who cares? <laughs> Wonder Woman doesn't have a cape, y'all. And then, and then I was I was going through the store um, to return this costume. No, I didn't return the costume. <laughs> I was going to the store looking at other costumes. All of their female superhero costumes have capes, of course, no matter what. And I'm like, what the? Like, there was a Spider Girl costume had a cape. cape. Yeah. Why? Why does it have a cape? Yeah. No, you don't need a cape no, to be a superhero. Capes are dumb. I actually think Superman's costume what are capes is, for? What? is one of the stupidest. Why do you think it's one of the... The S. It's for hope. <laughs> it means hope in my world. Like, no. No, it doesn't. It's an S. It stands for Superman. Even if in the comic books it says it stands for hope. No. I don't think it does. No. I, I think it was just... I think it literally stood for Superman. Yeah, I think it's... Yeah. 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 Why does he need the symbol? He doesn't. Why does he need a cape? He doesn't. It's stupid. 
You know when Superman had the black suit? Mm-hmm. It was pretty cool. Didn't have a cape. Didn't have a cape. All That's black. Right. Silver symbol. That's right. Ash, that was really cool. Uh, but he did have costume. a mullet. That's fine. <laughs> he can have a mullet. He just had long hair, bro. No, he had a mullet. He just had long Home hair. Home dude had a mullet. No, he just had long hair. I'm looking at a picture right now. He's just long haired. Anyway, um, do you like some of the new costumes they have in the new 52? I'm not super familiar with all of them. I don't like them. Yeah. They're dumb. Especially Wonder Woman's costume. What does hers look like? Well, I mean, I guess I'd, I'd like she's wearing, uh, she's fully she's fully clothed, oh. number one. Um, no, no, she's not. No, I'm sorry. It's the same thing. <laughs> I'm looking at a picture right now. She's not. She's wearing, that's the, that's a dumb, I think Wonder Woman's costume is pretty dumb too. Yeah. Like, I don't understand why she's wearing a skirt. That makes no sense. And I feel like she'd wear pants. Like, it would be more functional. She would definitely wear pants. Or, or like, tights, right? Like, tights yeah. to keep her thighs from chafing or something? See, like, this one makes sense, where she has... Yeah, it's like battle, like, yeah. right? Aquaman's costume sucks, too. God, that's a dumb costume. Do you know how many... It even argu- looks stupider on Jason Momoa. I mean, it's... The, it, I, I I thought it was cool to see yeah, it in the movie, it just was. because I like that they did that. Like, I go for it. Yeah, man, that's awesome. You know it looks dumb, but you went for it anyway. Mm-hmm. I'm down with that. Okay. Do yeah. you know how often I get into arguments about people about how good Aquaman really is? How good of a superhero he is? People think Aquaman's a joke. 100%. But he's not a joke. No, he is. He's, he's, he's amazing. That's my phone. Oh, okay. That's my, that's my little ring. No, he's a joke. No, he's not. Wait, have I had this argument with no, you before? No, we haven't. Oh, okay. Aquaman's like one of the best superheroes ever. Go on. Okay. One, he is super strong everywhere. Okay, not just under. So it's like ninety percent. Okay, but I'm okay. Cool, but he's super strong. He's impervious okay. to bullets. Right. Okay, right. He can control all. The Earth is seventy percent water, y'all. Okay, <laughs> he controls seventy percent of the Earth. No, he can't. He control all the all. He the controls life, the ocean. All the life. He controls the oceans. Seventy percent in the seas. He's water. Okay. Any water. Right. He can control right. any living animal that's in the water. He can control them. Control them. Big giant crabs and just come out and start killing people. <laughs> tap, tap, tap. Um, and he can fly. Not many people know that he can fly, but he can fly. Can he? Oh, yeah. And then there was some part where Arthur is actually telepathic. But that's dumb. He's not really <laughs> telepathic. Like, just generally telepathic. Like, he can only talk to fish. So, he can fly. Super strong. Impervious to bullets. And super intelligent. I'm just saying, he's not like... Not the Jason Momoa version. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! I'm not saying that he is like, you know, one of the greatest superheroes or like is better than he's every superhero. He's just not a waste. Like, but yeah, but everybody yeah. says like, oh, the whole joke is basically, hey guys, we're on this mission. There's no water? Hey, I'm going to go sit on the couch. <laughs> no, that's not... That doesn't make any sense. But that's... <laughs> <laughs> but that's the, 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 the problem is super friends did that yeah like super friends totally yeah. did that because he was never in any mission maybe he was i didn't watch super friends but it really seemed like if there's water he was like oh yeah i'm down let's do this guys and other than that he's like oh i really can't sorry i can't help you <laughs> it's in the ocean it's oh, an yeah. aquaman episode exactly so but he can he's he's part he's half human so he can live outside of the water and he's still super strong and then super amazing and awesome just like Wonder Woman. He's on par with Wonder Woman, basically. 
hey jose how can they tell us which costume they think is our favorite is do, their do you favorite. not agree with that statement no if you don't agree what do you mean you don't agree no with that i statement? don't agree with that statement what do you i don't understand how you don't agree with it's that statement just aquaman like see it has nothing to do with his actual <laughs> power set or who he is the fact that he's the king of atlantis that rules all of the ocean which is 70 percent of earth and if they ever turned on land they would kill us all just saying um if you disagree with my synopsis of Iron Man, or I mean, not Iron Man, Aquaman, there's too many men. It's a rain and men. And anyway, uh, <laughs> you can email us at it's going to get stupid at gmail.com. You can tweet us at IGTGS show. Join the uh, Facebook conversation at facebook.com slash it's going to get stupid. You can Instagram a rant of you disagreeing with Jose about Aquaman at is going to get stupid. Don't do that. Uh, you can visit our website, www.itsgoingtogetstupid.com. Or you can leave us a voicemail at 281-698-7538. I'm going to send you a Jason Momoa statue as Aquaman with the gold armor. <laughs> Is there going to be a button on it that says, yeah! Yeah! <laughs> All right! Anyway, um, okay. So since we talked about a little bit about costumes and mostly about how DC superheroes are stupid. Yeah. Uh, like, I mean, they're not stupid, but they are. Um their costumes are dumb. Um, I would say that actual Marvel has better costumes. 100%. Because they're not... I mean, some of them are costumes, mm-hmm. but some of them are also like just... I, I think Marvel has better character design. Yes. Yeah. That's, I guess that's the, like, the case. Chamber is one of my favorite characters. Like the, his look. Because he's just a dude and he's got... And he doesn't have a costume. Right. He's just chilling, you know? Right. Um, Rick, what was the last movie that you watched? So I kind of talked about it in... Um, in our costume rant. Uh, but one of the last movies I watched was the Death of Superman movie, uh, animated movie. I'm trying to figure out what the predecessor was to this because it kind of, it's it's all within like what they're referring to as a DC animated movie universe. Um, so there's like Justice League War. The D-Cam? The D-Cam. Uh, there's a bunch of Batman movies. Oh, I'm sorry, the D-Cam-oo. <laughs> the D-Cam-oo. The D-Cam-oo. Um, there's a bunch of them. Um and so this kind of follows in, in that line. Suicide Squad Hell to Pay was the one right before it. Was Team, it? Yeah. Just okay. the Dark would be right before that. Okay. Um, but it, it didn't really follow those characters. So this is in this kind of new DC animated movie universe, the, the Camus. Um, and it's it's a weird take because the Justice League at this point has just kind of formed. They're also getting to know every everybody. Lois doesn't know that Superman is or that Clark Kent is Superman. Clark Kent is Superman at this point. What? Spoiler alert. Um and he's he's they're still trying to figure all that out. So if you haven't read the comic storyline, do yourself a favor, go read the trade. The original. The original trade. It's a great story. And then go watch Mac Max Landis tear it apart. Oh, it's on YouTube. It's so great. Spend 17 minutes of your of your time and go watch him tear it apart because it's great. And we'll even provide they're, a link. They're both equally great. Um, but basically, uh, this was a way for DC to actually sell comics uh, back in the day in the 90s. Um, they created this character that was basically designed with like Kryptonian blood. And he was basically designed to be the perfect adversary for Superman. And he was sent to Earth. I forget exactly all those details. But anyways, he crash lands on Earth. And his only motive is just to destroy and kill everything. And so in the comics, he basically plows through all of Justice League. Um, It was the first time I've ever read anything where Guy Gardner was a character. 
and I thought like Guy Gardner was weird because he was like this weird like biker version of a Green Lantern, and he had this weird haircut. It was it, it threw me off. Anyways, in the comic book, it ends with this really. Jose will disagree with me. Fantastic fist fight between Superman and Doomsday. And they both... What are you doing? I'm sorry. I'm, I need to turn my sound off. <laughs> <laughs> and Superman and Doomsday both punch each other in the face they so hard. They punch each other so, so hard. hard Superman dies. They kill each other. Yeah. Doomsday doesn't ever really die, but I mean, Superman well, definitely dies. Yeah. Um, anyways, the movie takes place... Kind of follows the same storyline. Doomsday crash lands on Earth. He starts plowing through all of the Justice League, and by fighting them, by fighting them. Want to clarify? Yeah, by just want to clarify. It's not that kind of. It's not that kind of. <laughs> in a not fight, kind of comment. In a fight. In a fight. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> um. what were you watching, Rick? <laughs> uh oh, no. and so. He's killing everybody, and Lex Luthor is there. And actually, my least favorite part of this movie is the way they portrayed Lex Luthor, because he? he's supposed to like he's a genius, right? And he has his own plans for <laughs> world domination and all these things. And so he basically, in this version of it, he's in he's on house arrest at this point, and um. He's messing with Kryptonian technology and giving it to, I forget what this little crime syndicate is called. Um, anyways, towards the end of it, the the fight between Doomsday is coming to Metropolis. Superman's, it, Clark Kent's in the middle of telling Lois Lane that he's Superman. And then he has to fly off basically to his death. Um, so they go, they go do the whole fight. There's a part where Superman looks like he's down for the count and Lex Luthor shows up in Lex Luthor type art, like very like mechanical type armor. Is it the green armor? Yeah. And the green armor. And he gets a few hits off Doomsday and then Doomsday comes back and basically just destroys that part of, of his suit. And right before he's about Doomsday is about to punch Lex Luthor in the face. Superman swoops in and saves him. Puts him, takes him back, like to get him out of the way of the fight, and then goes back back to fight Doomsday. And Lex Luthor starts basically crying. He's like, "No, it was supposed to be me that stopped him," and like just starts becoming this whiny little baby about how Superman, you know, foiled his plans to save the city, to fake save the city, right? Like he just starts whining the entire time. No, it was supposed to be me. Anyways. In the comic book, <laughs> Superman and Doomsday punch each other so hard they both die. Well, Doomsday doesn't die, but he gets incapacitated and Superman dies. In the movie, they took some cues from Batman versus Superman where Doomsday's spikes were growing throughout the fight. And he grows these like sharp sword-like spikes out of the top of his hands. And Superman, he's about, Doomsday is about to kill Lois. Superman goes in to punch Doomsday in the face and then gets stabbed in the chest. And, and that's it. He dies. Did you spoil the movie? Spoiler. Spoiler. It's alert, called guys. the death of Superman. Well, that isn't. Maybe it was a spiritual death. <laughs> Could have had an existential crisis. <laughs> it's Kirk like, Cameron. Who am I? <laughs> no, no. Just like, who am I? You know? Oh, no. Am I really the Superman? 
<laughs> it could have just been him <laughs> sitting on the couch talking to his therapist <laughs> the whole time yeah. for two years. Yep. Your mic drop. Yep. That's a mic drop. drop. <laughs> the mic literally dropped. The death of Superman. <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> so yeah. how, it, how was it? It was good. I mean, I, I, I definitely enjoyed it. I enjoyed the comic book more, um, obviously. Um, but it brought up my just dis- like it really infused my distaste for capes because Superman's in the middle of this fight. So he could have flown out. He could have just he could have he could have not gotten punched towards the end of the fight had he not had a cape. Would that have saved his life? Potentially. Oh, wow. Potentially. Because Doomsday grabs it and basically throws him off, which allows uh, I-, I think he basically knocks him out at that point and he turns towards Lois to to kill her. And then that's when he comes he comes through and does this weird Raiden like double punch to Doomsday's face. And they animated it to where Doomsday's head turns and his tongue's kind of sticking out. That was a little weird. Like it's like, come on, guys. Does he say that? <laughs> like Raiden does? Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. Um awesome. I can't I mean I I, I mean watch it. It's fun. Here's the thing. I have not watched any of the Decamu. Yeah, movies. If I were gonna recommend a Decamu movie, be It would be War. War. No, I did watch War. War was, war was great. good. War was good. War was really good. Um, and I think I watched Flashpoint actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Flashpoint's really Flashpoint. good too. Um, which came out before War. Yeah. The not Flashpoint. Maybe it was the Paradox. Anyway, yes, yes. Fixing my mic, y'all. Sorry. The one that came before. Uh, the Flashpoint Paradox. Yeah, yeah, I watched that one. Um, but other than that, I haven't seen any of the other. There's a whole bunch of them. There are the past year. I just haven't. They're seen fairly any decent. Yeah, they seem cool. Nathan Fillion plays the Green Lantern. I just don't care. Jerry O'Connell plays Superman. Yeah, no, I'm good. His Superman's kind of weak. Yeah, it sounds about yeah. right. Yeah. Mm. Uh, okay. What was the last movie you watched, Jose? The last movie I watched was Glass. So, if you have never heard of glass, um, it's made from sand, <laughs> heated up, really hot. Was this a documentary? It was a documentary about glass. <laughs> about glass. It was just would that been have more exciting than the actual <laughs> no. movie you saw? No, but I, <laughs> I probably would have liked it more. Um, so, you know, I watched Glass, and it's uh, it's the sequel to Unbreakable and Split. Okay, so some backstory. Um, I didn't talk about this last time, did I? No, okay. Just making sure. I've I've talked about this movie so much before this because we took a little break um that I'm I'm like all glassed out. <laughs> uh <laughs> So, uh, Unbreakable was a was a movie that M Night Shyamalan made right after um uh Sixth Sense. I think it was then he made Signs and then it was Unbreakable. It was around that same time. Okay? Now here's the thing. I love Unbreakable. It was a deconstruction of the superhero superhero genre, um, where Bruce Willis plays a man who survives a train accident, and uh, Samuel Jackson plays uh, a guy that's obsessed with comic books and superheroes. He believes that that Bruce Willis's character David Dunn is a in fact superhero and has superpowers. Um, so through the course of the movie, you find out that he has super strength. And he's never been sick, and he never get he didn't get hurt. Like everyone else died on that train wreck except him, and he he didn't have a scratch on him. So you come to find out he is a superhero, but then you also come to find out, spoiler alert for a movie that is like over twenty years old, uh, Samuel Jackson has been causing these war, these terrorist 
actions across the world, or at least three of them, whatever. Um, and he is the cause of the train wreck. Okay, cool. And so he's the villain, and they call him Mister Glass. He isn't. I, I thought his name Mister. I thought Last it was name Snow Glass. Kiss. I thought, like a lot of people think that's a campy line, but it's cool because it's a superhero movie, right? And he said, "The kids, they, the kids, they call me Mister Glass. They call me Mister Glass. Like he's this. That's his villain name." And I was like, "That's cool. I loved it. I love that movie." Okay, fast forward to M Night's mountainous failures of movies going forward. Then you have Split. Okay, and it's a movie that he's gonna make. It just seemed really cool. It had James McAvoy as a as a guy who had multiple personality disorders, and he kidnaps young women and they die. So you don't know what's going on. He has all these different personalities. It's really cool. And I went into this very hesitant because you know it's a you know it's M Night. You never know what you're gonna get with this guy. But that movie was phenomenal. James McAvoy's performance was spot on. Um, it had its problems, had its issues, but the core of what M. Night was doing was there. And then the interesting thing about this is there really wasn't a twist to this movie. To Glass? Yeah, no, to, to, split. Um, to split. I mean, yeah, there wasn't really. necessarily a twist like you think in an M. Night movie. The twist was that it is in the same universe yeah, as Unbreakable. That post-credit that, scene. That was the twist that he put in there. And I thought that was interesting. I was like, oh, that's really cool. And then you start hearing about Glass. And so I'm getting hyped for this movie again. And I, I hate getting hyped for movies because... Ready Player One last year broke my heart in a million pieces, but I was like, you know what? This seems good. And then you see the trailer, and I'm like, okay, I can roll with this. This seems like it's going to be good because I love Unbreakable. It's one of my favorite movies of all time, and Split was a really good movie. So basically, I don't want to spoil this movie because it does have twists in it. It does have turns in it. Um, the problem is, is that it is not like Unbreakable, not as good at all. Is it as good as Split? And it's not. It's it's more of a Split sequel as opposed to an Unbreakable. Because I enjoyed Split better than like Unbreakable. Yeah, I don't know what's wrong with you. Um, <laughs> it it has a lot of James McAvoy, which is awesome because he is phenomenal. Yes, in, the, in this movie too, he's phenomenal. Uh, there's a lot more Hedwig and a lot a lot more of his other alters like there were in Split, but that's to be it explains it in the movie, and it, I was fine with that. Okay, so basically what happens is. Um, David Dunn is still continuing his work as a vigilante. Cool. They all get caught and put into a psych ward. You can tell us from the trailer. And this lady is basically saying that, hey, I'm a specialist. And I Sarah treat, Paulson. Uh, Sarah Paulson plays a doctor. And she treats people who think they are superheroes. And so I thought this movie was going to be about them questioning whether they're actual had these powers or not. And and there was some of that. Like, you can kind of see it and tell, you know, but it went in a different direction. And I was very frustrated with that because I thought that was the movie and that was going to be interesting. Because it didn't need to be... The, the thing about these movies, they don't need to be superhero battles or super fights because it's a deconstruction of that genre. So it's not right. about the battle. But there was a lot of action in this movie. Between oh. David Dunn and um, The Beast? Yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot of them, you know, The Beast. So, basically, the point is, is that... Uh, the James McAvoy's character, he can turn into this basically supernatural. Well, it's not supernatural, but a superhuman strength, impervious to bullets. Altar called the Beast. Yep. And some of the altars worship it. That's interesting. More of that would have been more interesting. More in depth. I wanted to get more into the characters. They didn't. They sidelined Bruce Willis, so he wasn't really in. He's in the movie, but he's not doing anything in the movie. He's taking okay. a paycheck, dude. And even Sam L. Jackson is silent for most of this movie. Really? Yes. It was very frustrating. 
It's um, called glass. I know, I know, man. And I mean, he's it, and it it makes sense in 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 the story when you see it. But I'm like, I love the, his outlook on life. I love hearing Mr. Glass's stuff. And then they really frustrated me. The biggest frustration of this movie is there's two things. There's two there's two things that kind of set the tone for the way this movie is. One is in the beginning. There's a scene where M Night is in his own freaking movie again, and he plays. The same dude from Unbreakable. This is how they're linking these movies together, right? And he's the guy that was that was getting caught at the security station, and he was dealing drugs, basically at the at the at the stadium back in the day. Right. And so he's there buying some security because they have a camera store. Him and his uh, David Dunn and his son have a camera store or a security store, and he's in there buying security cameras. And he looks over at David, at Bruce Willis' character, and goes, "And it's t- it's the worst acting, and it's so forced and so cheesy. It was the cringiest thing I've ever seen." He goes, "Hey." Did you ever work at the stadium? It's almost like someone was trying to act. Like, like you know, it was almost like the actors in the training that I had where they're just reading off a little thing. <laughs> Literally, it was like that. Hey, did you ever work at the stadium? And he's like, yeah, you know, Bruce Willis actually does a great job of acting. And then M. Night back to him. He's like, oh, man, I used to go there all the time. And uh, I really turned my life around. Got out of I hung out with a bad crowd, but I've turned my life all the way around. And it was and I was like, OK, Cool, you made the link. Stop talking about it. Just stop talking and get out of there. And you did your little cameo, but he kept talking, and it was the the cringiest scene I've ever seen in my life. So that kind of like showed you what kind. There's cringy moments in this movie, and then the second part is they they meet up James McAvoy and Samuel Jackson, and James McAvoy, one of the alters, says, "What do we call you?" To Sam Jackson's character, and instead of saying. The kids called me Mr. Glass, which would have been awesome. He goes, first name, Mr., last name, Glass. And I was like, All right. I thought it was a joke in the trailer. I thought they were going to change it, and it was just like a joke thing. And I was like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard of in my life. That is the dumbest so, thing. Because they could have used the cheesy line from the other movie, and that would have been cool. Yeah. So that's my problem with this movie is that it's like hints of greatness and hints of awesomeness from both of those movies. It was just kind of watered down, and it wasn't – it wasn't as disappointing as like Ready Player One was because that was a total disappointment. Right. Uh, but it was disappointing. I, I expected more from the movie. I think that it f- fell into some of M. Night's traps that he puts himself into yeah. um, where he over explains a lot of things and tries to make those twists. He like forces them in and he's forcing way too much stuff in this movie. They spend way too much time um, in the actual uh, psych ward, I think. I mean, in, in certain things, like, like, dude, they'll do this. Like, okay, so if you're if you're making a movie and you have a shot of someone leaving their job, going to their car, that, that you're not putting that shot in just for nothing, right? There's a reason that you're showing that. Right. Maybe you know you're showing that because they keep leaving at a different time when they're not supposed to. Are you trying to you're trying to tell a story there, right? And that's a part of the, that's an important part of the story. They had like five shots of her going to her car and getting in her car and nothing happening, and it meant nothing. Why are you showing me this? It was it was threw me out of the movie, and I kept seeing it. I was like, why do I keep seeing her go to the car? And it's not like it was a payoff for something else, unless he was trying to pay it off with that twist. But it didn't. It never connected for me. Right. So it was a lot of that, like shots, establishing shots that made no sense. And I'm like, what are you establishing here? You know. So, um, and then some of the character choices were different. Their motivations made no sense uh, because they brought in all the characters, like the chick that was saved and everything. From yeah, the beast. Um, Okay. Yeah, the, the young girl yeah. that was saved. Was she in the movie at all? She was. Oh, she was. She was definitely in the she movie. A big part oh, of it? yeah, she's a big part of this dumb movie. Uh, <laughs> so, 
I would go watch the movie. I okay. would watch it. I've even watched it in the theaters. Like, go see it. You know, judge for yourself. For me, it was extremely disappointing. And not extremely. It was disappointing. I wouldn't say extremely. It was. I don't just remember in Split, but do they ever explain what the beast is? Um, I mean, well, they have that doctor who's talking about how you know there are personality, multiple personalities, where one of their alters will change weight or change their right. hair color, not color, their eye color or something like that. Yeah. Like your body can change based upon your mind, that kind of thing. Yeah. So um, it, it was basically... I remember just, that. Uh, I just didn't remember if like they actually gave a reason why the beast was there. Well, he's just one of the alters that lives yeah. within him. And I I mean, I guess it's hard. If, see, when you watch this movie, you'll see something that doesn't make... To me, doesn't make sense. Okay. But I guess... I understand why. Anyway, I don't want to talk about it. I just, I, I'd have to. I'd have to spoil the movie. It's so frustrating. The ending is like the worst thing ever. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty dumb. Do they leave it open for another? Um. Yeah. They like this is a universe he's definitely created. Mm-hmm. You can tell and what he's trying to do, and it makes sense. Um. I think my biggest problem with the end, without trying to spoil it, is that it. It. it the impact is lessened if you don't show more of the universe. You know what I mean? So he had a very narrow view of the universe, which is these three characters. Right. And there's a hint of there's because of some stuff that happens, there's hints that there's more superhero superheroes out there. Does does um David Dunn have a video screen of meta humans no, where everyone has their own symbols? <laughs> like like Bruce Wayne. Yeah. No, that's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> No, but there's definitely hints of it, but the payoff isn't enough if you don't see. Like, I would have liked a little montage at the end of, like, people coming forward and having superpowers. That would have been cool, but they didn't do that. So, it's just weird. It's just weird. So, watch it. It's a... Yeah, I mean, I want to check it out. It's not a bad film. It's It's not bad. See, that's the thing. It's not a bad movie at all. It's just not what I expected. Well, some of it is what I expected. How about that? And M. Night's a terrific director, so... Well, I mean, no, he really is. He really is. Okay, when he gets it, yeah, he really gets it. So he's when not he like, misses, he, he really misses. He's not like Michael Bay. Michael Bay is a terrible director. No, okay, he just does the same thing every time. Hundred percent. See, the thing I like about M Night is he tries different things. He definitely and they, does. they fall flat on their face, yeah. and he that's cool. But he doesn't ever give up. He doesn't just go back to the formula. He does try different things. He always has a twist. Yeah, which is maybe why I like Split a lot is because there was no twist. It was just. Split. Like, yeah. it just, I mean, I guess you could say the twist was him turning to the beast, but that wasn't no, a twist for me because really. I, I thought that was going to happen yeah. anyway. So it was just a really engaging story that made sense. And then, you know, his motivations were, were spot on and made sense. And it was really good. And and see, the thing is, is, is the beast is born out of that character's pain and suffering. Okay. And he realizes that because, see, so the beast's motivation is because Kevin was abused the beast came about, right? right? He, all these altars right. came through to protect him. And so now he can change his physiology and he realizes, wow, it's an almost the next step in human evolution. So obviously if you inflict pain on people, they will evolve. Gotcha. Right? That's his whole meaning. And that's a really cool motivation right. for, a, for a villain, right? If you want to say. So he's not just trying to, but I don't know why he eats people. I don't. Yeah. That's really weird, right? Like, that doesn't make any sense kind of, but that's cool, whatever. Yeah. I guess... Uh, Maybe he thinks they're gonna rescue them. I don't know. I have no idea why he eats people. Actually, maybe he just maybe thinks... you could tell us why he eats people by emailing us at it's going to get stupid at gmail.com. or tweeting us at igtgs show or 
putting it on Facebook. Why does the beast eat people? Because he's the beast. Facebook.com slash it's going to get stupid. <laughs> you threw me off on that one. Or tweet or do something tweet on Instagram. Us. What do you do on Instagram? Do you, you like you put picture? What do you mean? You sound like the old. <laughs> that sounded like the oldest person in the world. What do you do on the Instagram? Well, like, what do you call it? You gram that you joint. Gra- Remember, you're the one that coined that. You gram it. You do gram it. Gram that joint on Instagram at it's going to get stupid. You post a picture is what you do. You post a picture, Dad. Well, it does so much. Like You post a picture. You do a story. You Oh, I don't know about story. Everybody like, has. Why does everybody have a. Anyway, I'm I'm going old. Yeah, you right are. There. Get off my uh, www.itsgoingtogetstupid.com if you want to use the old website. But There's a donate button on that website. I'm just saying. So, yeah. Websites. Go ahead and donate to that. But seriously, stories. Uh, What's and that then 281 298-7538. Leave us your voicemail. We will put you on the podcast. Everyone has stories now, right? Like everybody's like, put this to your story. And I'm like, what is that? Is it like something I really want people to know right well, away? Like Facebook owns Instagram. So they just took that technology. Like they and, had that feature in Instagram Facebook. and just put it in Facebook. But Instagram didn't always have that feature. They added that feature too. They added it to compete with Snapchat. Snapchat. Because Snapchat is the first one I had heard about the stories. And yeah. I guess that makes sense because you're making small, yeah. quick videos and you want to put them all in a row. And that, but with Instagram, you can make like long old videos. Yeah. Like, what's the point of putting? See, a story? I watch more people's stories than I watch than I actually look at their Instagram. Feed? Yeah, I don't know how any of it works. <laughs> I don't, and that sucks because I have to do social media sometimes. But I use Facebook like an old fogey. You do, and I only post pictures of my kids and me doing funny stuff. So not like an old fogey because if you're an old fogey. You would post political rants. In uh in uh in conspiracy theories. Yeah. <laughs> the water is bad. <laughs> the Rothschilds are controlling the, the world. They really are though. <laughs> I'm just saying, like that's not a conspiracy theory, y'all. That's just the truth. I mean they're not controlling the world, just the money, which anyway, on that note. Good luck everybody. Go, go watch <laughs> go watch Glass. Go watch the Death of Superman. We're gonna have the links for the trailers for those two. I'm going to have the, I already have the link for the Death and Return of Superman by Max Landis. It is literally the funny, even if you know nothing about comic books, you don't have to. Or Max to. Landis. Or Max Landis. Don't worry about any of that. It is the funniest thing ever. So basically, I, don't, I kind of want to tee it up. So basically, he goes through the history of like what happened leading up to the fight with Doomsday and then the aftermath because there were some extra, super, the reign of the Superman happened. And he goes through that story. So that's the next movie in, in the... It just came out, right? Already it came, just came right? out, and they allude to it in the so, Death Superman. So uh, he's drinking a little bit while he's doing this, so it's like a drunk history kind of vibe thing. Yeah. But he, you know, he's he's uh, what's Landis? I forgot who's the who's his dad. I don't remember Harold Landis. Anyway, his dad's a, a director, a yeah. famous director who directed a lot of '80s movies. So he knows people in the business because he's in L.A. So he's got like Mandy Moore is in it, Elijah Wood is in it. A whole bunch of other, you know, uh, actors are, are doing the scenes and he's talking through it. It's hilarious. It's really good. It's really funny. And then once you watch that, you need to watch the wrestling one as well because that one is even better. Yes. <laughs> um, anyway, that's that's it. Uh, thank you all for listening. Man, seriously, gram us. Facebook, <laughs> book us in the face. Uh, tweet to us. Tweet, 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 tweet. Uh, let us know what you're thinking, what you want to hear, what you want to know about, um, and then tell us we're wrong because we like to hear that we're wrong, don't you? Not really. Nope. We'll just. I mean, I just delete every single thing. <laughs> I just do. You know, I pull a fire festival and delete hateful comments. 
If you don't know what I'm talking about, you should watch that as well. I need to watch that documentary. Anyways. Okay. Sorry we took a break, y'all, but we're back. We're back. Back in action.